the next great podcast. iHeartRadio's talent scouts have been on the hunt for the freshest, funniest, and most compelling voices out there. We've sifted through thousands of incredible entries. Now we're giving 10 lucky teams the chance to impress you. To help us crown the next great podcast, listen to these 10 pilots and then vote for your favorite at thenextgreatpodcast.com. Today, for your consideration, we present Life is a Mother from Demira Pierre. Everyone was charmed by Demira and Eula's mother-daughter dynamic. They're both funny and charismatic, and above all else, relatable. I mean, who hasn't struggled to navigate their relationship with their parent or child once said child is all grown up? We think Demira and Eula's show would draw in a multi-generational audience and would, in itself, serve as an opportunity for parents and their grown children to bond via the conversations it inspires. So, with no further ado, we present Life is a Mother. And I'm Eula Jordan, a.k.a. Mama P, the mother. This is Life is a Mother, the podcast exploring life through a mother-daughter perspective. And we're coming straight out of Compton, California, and you're listening to our pilot for the next great podcast competition presented by iHeartRadio and Tongo. So welcome to the Life is a Mother podcast. Excited to be here today. Um, why, why did we decide to do this podcast? Because we want to take people on our journey. Uh, we know we haven't always been in the best place. Nah. So you can go to all the mothers and daughters out there. If your relationship is a little rocky, I'm telling you, if you will, if you're willing to put in the work, you can have a good relationship. And that's what we're doing. We wasn't are like this all the time. Absolutely trying to put in the work. <laughs> um, you know, it's just uh-uh. it's a lot. I think at the end of the day, you know, any relationship that you want, it's about work. And so for me, my mom, you know, our relationship was something that I wanted, and I thought it was important that we share mm-hmm. our journey. One, because it's not a lot of representation about positive, strong, black, familiar relationships. And um, strong black mother and daughter relationships. A lot of what we see is, you know, it's it doesn't meet the generational gap. Um, it's either the older generation talking down to the younger generation and the younger generation not really having the respect for the wisdom that the older generation has. So we want this podcast to be a bridging of generations, if you will. So excited to do this. Excited to uh, get into our topic for okay. this episode. We're going to be talking about... What are we going to talk about? Now, I don't really want to do this, but, you know, I'm all about being candid and transparent, but we're going to be talking about what makes good sex versus bad sex. Wait a minute. This is what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, man. Okay. That's what what we're talking about today. So, before we get into that, we got to catch up. So, what's the tea, sis? What's the tea? The tea is everything is good. We're trying to eat well. We're trying to eat better. We're trying to exercise. We're trying to stay healthy mentally, physically. That's it. I mean, we spent a lot of time doing COVID 19. We have been spending a lot of good. I think it's good quality, quality time. time. I think yes. we've been trying, our habits have started to rub off on each other. I know for me, um, you know, I'm accepting this idea of aging. Hmm. Uh, I know I look younger doing what I look like, but if I told you how old I was, y'all would be very surprised. Well, but, I'll be 52 October 31st on uh, Halloween. Yeah. So uh, I will be none of your business. <laughs> but no, no, no. So I, I, I think I've come to, I think I was telling you, I'm like, yeah. man, like I'm not the, you know, 
spry 20-something-year-old. In my mind, mind I am. I'd be ready. Like, I was at, you know, trying to play a a game of basketball Basketball. with some high schoolers not too long ago. High schoolers. And I was offended that they didn't ask me to play. So I was like, I'll play. Well, how about the reason why they didn't ask you to play? Because when you started out, you failed. Well, they didn't know that. They didn't know that I was going to fall. They didn't know I was going to fall. But anyway, I did. I fell like two times and I got up like, it was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't want to tell them how old I am because then I'm going to be the old head out there trying to play with the young kids. Mm. And I don't want that type of sympathy. You know, I just want to play. And so I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And I tried to hop up real quick. I got up way too fast. And uh, long story short, I realized that my playing basketball days with the over. young with the young kids is over but I still got a, a whole lot of li- life left and okay. energy in me to do it but I just can't do it on the level that I used to so there's that um, Icy Hot if you want to give your girl an endorsement I am here and ready well <laughs> CBD cream if you want to give Mama P an endorsement I'm ready cause it works for me and I know we've been trying to exercise and eat better yes that's how's true. your eating journey been my been eating happening journey has been good i've been making my pastrami wraps that don't count so i'm i'm really trying to take into account you know how i eat what i eat because i'm not exercising as much as i would like to in the pandemic so i'm like if i'm not exercising then i need to watch what i eat so my mom on the other hand she has desserts and cookies and all kind of stuff and uh, for, for, for breakfast lunch and dinner i'm like yo you gotta get a green like did you have anything green today I, yeah so i was my like red, Look. my green velvet cake no, I was like, look, instead of, <laughs> you know, having the bread with the sandwich, why don't you switch out the bread with spinach wraps? And it you was know? really good. And she was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. So I had made her a spinach wrap. It was healthy chicken, spinach, arugula, you know, some sauces. It was good. She's like, oh, I could do this. This ain't so bad. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to send you some spinach wraps to the house. And then what did you do with your spinach wrap? I made me a pastrami spinach wrap. What's wrong with that? That does not match. What? The point of the wrap is to make it healthy. Like, I don't understand how you make a... Basically, you made a pastrami sandwich and put it in a spinach wrap. Like, that doesn't make any sense Well, you have to start from somewhere. At least I didn't do the flour tortilla. So, you have to give me a baseline to start somewhere. We do walk together every day. And we have really had a good time with that. And I do look forward to our walks. But, you know, I had gained a significant amount of weight. And that wasn't due to just COVID-19, but I had some health issues that uh, with my thyroid and I had gained a lot of weight, a lot of hair loss. It was bad, but uh, I think I'm. Yeah, I think I think with that, you being like honest about what was going on health wise, I was it's almost kind of like I became like the the parent and I'm like, Mm. you need to go to the doctor because this is not okay. (laughs) And then you went to the doctor and you figured out, oh, like, oh, this is something manageable. Like, I'm not, you know, this ain't nothing crazy. So, like, I think in that dynamic of me kind of noticing, like, hey, like, you should probably do something about this and being very authoritative about it. Yeah, um, you kind of, you know, helped you to figure out what was going on. Yeah, you did help me. And also what I've seen in this situation is that you was a little bit more compassionate and sensitive towards me. And I was very appreciative of that. So when she starts seeing the ball spots, I guess she yeah, said, uh-oh, like, oh, wait a minute. This, this is, is a serious. This is not a game. I think. Okay, and I was tired just... all the time. And 
I'm like, she's just not being my mom. I'm like, oh, this is this is a health thing. You know, we don't know how long we have, so we need to treat each other well. And I think that brings us back to this podcast, making sure that mothers and daughters take advantage of the time that they have and work on the relationship. No matter how bad, no matter what the issues are, please work on the relationship. That's important. Yeah. So, so that's one thing. So we've been trying to exercise and I've been trying to teach her, you know, how to be a little bit more healthy. Whereas me, on the other hand, um, I realized in this pandemic that I have just decided that I will not know how to fry chicken. And I'm OK with that. Well, Demira, I don't think you should be okay with that. I think everybody need to know how to fry some good chicken. I don't need no. to know how to fry no chicken. It's okay. The thing is this. I've got really discouraged. I think I've probably tried the fried chicken at least you don't want to six follow directions. times in this pandemic. And it has come out like only once it has come out okay. Well, only once. I think once you follow directions... You'll be able to fry the chicken and get the product that you want. But the thing is, my mom makes really, really good fried chicken. I want to do it my way. And so, until see, that's I, the point. Yeah, that's until the I decide point. that I'm not going to do it my way, it's just going to be nasty. And I'm just like, well, all right, cool. But she's been telling me little tricks and secrets of how to do it. So, at some point, I'm going to do it the way that she does it. And then the thing is, I just don't want her to be right. That's just it right that's all that's what it's all about in this journey she does not want me to be right people but she, she be right and i'll be like dang you was right as mothers we try to give you guys good advice on how to do things do it well so you can get the results that you want and if you just listen and follow instructions all will be well I think in my older age, I'm starting to take heed a little bit more. um, Let's talk about that. I'm realizing that I'm going to be knowing it. Say that again. I don't be knowing. That's right. And, you know, that's it. Don't don't fight. Chill out. I hate to get into politics. This is not a politics show, but from a perspective do you want me to get into politics this is not a politics show okay all right um, but, but i'm just saying you know i yeah, have an opinion i'm sure you do and maybe you can do another podcast where you share your opinion on politics but again this is not a politics show <laughs> but remember to get out there and vote please vote an informed voter is the best voter so make sure you do that um but kamala harris right what about it? did you ever think like in your lifetime that you would see like an african-american woman most likely about to hold the seat of vice president like, and president because <laughs> we know and as long as i have this mic I'm going to tell the truth. We know that by, I'm worried about it, Joe. I, Stop it. I am worried about Biden. Look, Joseph. Listen, <laughs> come on, Democrats. You cannot sell us that this man is well. It's just a matter of time before we're going to have our first black president. So, first America. American woman. Yes. Black president. Let's so, be clear. America, let's just get ready. Because I believe it's coming and it's coming soon. But did soon. you think that, like, so you being, you know, who you are, you've been around, you know, for half a century. Mm. <laughs> um, did you ever think that you would see, like, that happen in, like, your lifetime? Like, was it something that you thought about or it was just, like, a notion? Like, oh, I don't think, like, did you ever fathom never, that that could be a possibility? I never thought that I would see that. Really? I thought that I would see our African-American male take the seat of president 
which was Obama. And I, th- I always thought that. But far as a woman, mm-mm. Huh. not even, you know, having it. I, I just didn't think that. Millennials did that. I believe so. <laughs> and I think we need to acknowledge that because you guys did an excellent job far as getting out there. And I know you guys are going to be voting. Uh, just the whole protest and the uh, Black Lives Matters and, you know, how you guys was out there on the pavements. You guys really did a lot for us. So I just wanted to acknowledge the young people. Uh, I appreciate everything that you guys did, especially during this time with the Floyd um, incident. You guys made it happen. Yeah. And we're behind the scenes as the older generation making it happen far as legislation. And I believe we're getting ready to get the Floyd King legislation. You heard it here first, guys. Mm. Speaking of Floyd King legislation here in California, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill into law where Mm. he is going to put together a reparations committee. Okay. And this committee will be put together to look into how reparations will be paid out to African-Americans here in California. And I'm like, oh, where do I sign up? (laughs) Can I be on the committee? Let me tell you what I want. Okay. And and my thoughts is we really need to make people accountable. Uh, This is just not about what you say, but it's about what you do. And I think in the areas of housing, they need to make sure we as a people have what we need as housing. And I'm not talking about no projects. I'm talking. No, we don't want no projects. We're we not be talking in about that. Beach, Bruce Beach, Bruce Beach. We want good properties, and we want to make sure that the criteria is, you know, if they whatever, if whatever they have to do. I think they need to make it happen with housing. I think we deserve an education, monetary compensation. This country has robbed us. Everybody else, every nationality, you can see them prospering. But for us, it wasn't like that. Our families was broken, and we need to have a continuous supply of resources for us and the seed to come. That's what. So, Governor, I want you to be accountable. Federal government, I want you to be accountable. And those in those three areas: housing, education, and continuous monetary compensation. We well, deserve it. I need to figure out how to get on the reparations committee. Um, so if anybody knows, make sure you hit your girl up at it's me underscore DDP. Um, because I'm trying to be on the committee and, and get our people give us free. Give us free. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> recently made history as the number one streaming song um, on Spotify this week. I think it's been number one for the what, last four weeks? Or okay. Weeks or now, so? you know I'm not into Now, if you, you know, don't know music. what WAP means, yeah, let what? me tell you. What That's what no. it means. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the number one on mute? Um, what is it? Yeah, they talk about what no. I'm sorry. That is, stop it. Don't say that. And this is the number one song people listening to? People like what? So you have some people who are a little bit more conservative. They're like, things should just be left, you know, for the imagination. You don't need to be singing about it. Yes, some things are private. But, you know. But we all here. We letting you know. I got got it. 
What are well, they I saying? Don't, I, I mean, I don't want to. Don't worry about what I got. People got it. What do you have, Demir? Well, don't worry about what I got. Now, so, <laughs> what do you have? Sell your business. Is this a, is this the ongoing thing? She's encouraging young women and women in general well, just I to have. Think, I mean, in the, the process, if you're in a relationship and you're engaged in this type of you know sexual behavior, it is in your best interest to have to have the one lubrication and not lubricate. Why you gotta say that? Because it is. But what is she saying? Why is it that we have to be singing about our body parts all the time? This is what we want to hear in music. What about love and you know just something sweet and nice? We gotta talking about the drippings. Mommy, don't the do this. Dr- Why you gotta say that? But the drippings. Mommy, is there, this is what you told me. If it, if you dripping, then you got some some. You need to go to the doctor. Or well, I'm just okay. Anyway, maybe I heard wrong. So that leads us to our topic for today that what mothers makes need to talk good to sex versus bad sex it That's depends on your perspective about. let's talk about it so go ahead let's get into it i, I okay. feel like you might be a little bit more experienced than me not might okay let me tell you, this, this woman she didn't have love in her life y'all wait a minute so let's get into uh, wait, it. she didn't she didn't love the lot <laughs> wait a minute How you she got a wop i'm that, sure she does you better stop it <laughs> You better stop it right now. All right. So the question at hand is, you know, what makes sex good? You know, there's a lot of people that are into a lot of different things and, you know, have different morals and different beliefs. But Mm -hmm. at the core of it, you know, at the end of the day, like sex was created to be pleasurable um, and also for people to be fruitful. So in order for you to, you know, enjoy like you have to figure out like what you enjoy and what makes sex good and i so, think that's key you have to figure out you and your out. partner need to figure out what makes sex good for you mm-hmm. so it may be it varies so when we talk about the wop you know i'm sure you don't want to be doing something and you all dry if, so if what you're having other some issues. than like physical okay. attributes contribute it's to like intimacy you, know, you have to be connected you have to be connected. It's about intimacy. It's about knowing the person that you're laying with. That I mean, being able to not only be with them in their mind and in their heart, but your body merging together to come up with this meaningful experience. Look at y'all. Go ahead. No, look at me. No, no, no. I don't want to. Go ahead. You know, so this is about <laughs> intimacy on every level, mentally, physically, spiritually. For me, that's what makes a good sexual relationship. And I'll tell my young girls as well as the older ones, too. When you're actually doing the physical act, don't have a large meal. You need to be cleaned out so you can be flexible. Not flexible, sis. Yes, flexible. I'm going to just put it out there. I have not had good sex, okay? It hasn't been a great experience for me. I'm just like, I can do without this. The mirror. (laughs) on this. I don't need to have it. In fact, I think I'm going to be asexual. That works for me. But no, this is the thing. I do believe that you obviously have to have some level of intimacy outside of a physical connection. And so me personally, like I have to be stimulated like in my mind first. That's a big thing. So if I if my mind is not into you or whatever, like I'm not going to be into you physically. So that's well, that's, that's how most think. women are. You know, you have to stimulate them mentally. Uh, it's just not a physical stimulation, but mentally, spiritually, that's having a good sexual encounter. 
You know, when things are not well, you're being forced or the environment is not good. That's something that can, you know, bring forth something that's not a good experience. And I think a lot of the things, too, especially for how I was raised, like, obviously, sex is for the covenant of marriage. And me personally, like, I've decided that, you know, that's something that I'm going to wait or, yeah, practice celibacy and abstinence to wait for marriage because there's still a certain level of, like, guilt and shame around sex. Mm -hmm. And Mm so... For me, personally, I think sex within marriage is probably when I will enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm like, for now, like, why have bad sex? Like, just don't do it at all and just wait till I get to the place that I want to be in a relationship, which is marriage, and bust that thing open. See, you know, Demir, stop playing. What? Stop playing. I'm not playing. Now, let me just say this. <laughs> As you mature in life, it's not about the sexual encounter because things happen. You know, people get ill. Things happen, you know, in life. Things change. Therefore, you have to have the connection. You have to have the intimacy. So when you can't do the physical act, somebody can still make love to your mind and know that you're cared for and that you're loved. It's supposed to be an expression of love where you can get pleasure. But as you mature and things happen in life, you're going to have to have something more than just the physical act. But when you're young, Hey, it ain't nothing like that. It ain't nothing like it. And as you mature, too. So, I guess, (laughs) I I mean, you being, you know, on the older side of life, you know. More mature. Sorry. More mature. Mature. Um, I I don't know, like, what... I don't want to ask you. I really don't want to ask you about what your what? sex life. But what is, like, what is, like, in compared to, like, when you were my age versus now, like, how has, like, sex became different for you? I think the quality. This is so crazy. I think the quality <laughs> of it has become better. It j- it's just not an act. You know what I mean? You're just not out there doing something, being driven by your hormones. Trying to get your bills paid. Not you, but I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. That went left. <laughs> what? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Okay. Anyway, I didn't forgot my thought. Wait a minute. We'll get back on track. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, it's more quality now. Uh, like so, like, I, what makes it quality versus then, and, versus then and now? You know, you have someone, you don't, first of all, you don't have the kids knocking at the door. What you doing, mama? <laughs> so, that's, Fascinating. Uh, that's, that's. You know, it's different when all the kids are out of the home and, you know, it's just you and your partner. It's more quality, more intimate time. You know, you're not having to rush stuff. And, you know, to me, it's good. That's it. All right. Well, that's that's more than more than I needed to know. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Appreciate you for being so candid. Okay. I think with my generation, like people are definitely way more selfish. Um, It's all about what I can get from other people. And I think people definitely take that into their sexual experiences. Like I got mine, but I don't, I don't know what you're going to do to get yours. No, uh, I I had a great time, but yeah, uh, the other person was like, ah, it's not about that. It's not about you. I mean, it is about you, but nevertheless, it should be a mutual type of situation where you're in it to, you know, please the other person. And I think as you mature, at least for me, you become more focused and you reposition reposition your thinking as it relates to that. So, okay, my baby need a husband. <laughs> Don't do this. I'm fine where I am. But if you are there, let me tell you what's going on. No, no, I've created no. a very good life for myself. No. So if you can't level up, no. level me up or at least match what I got, no, then no. don't. 
Demira? Don't even try to come through. Demira? So there's that. Uh, anyway. But my DMs are all available. No. Find me it. at it's me underscore DDP. So we talked a lot about good sex. What makes good sex? So what constitutes bad sex? Uh, I think one has to look at the connection again. What constitutes bad sex is when you're not connected. Let me ask you this. Do you think that some people, like, everything is there, connection there, emotion is there, like, everything is there, but do you think that some people just aren't anatomically, like, compatible? I do believe, <laughs> and you can work on that. Really? Yeah. I so, you got a Big Mac truck, a and you got Mac a little truck. garage. A little... Okay, I'm following you. You know, sometimes... A Big Mac truck and a little garage. The Big Mac truck can't fit in the little garage. So, what you gonna do? It's not like you can make Big Mac truck smaller or make your little garage well we probably could make your little garage bigger but who wants to do that right I think you need to go some, to therapy what and I think that that's therapy yeah they have sex to anatomically fit you know that's a muscle down there you know we have children I suppose it's just true yeah so you know things it's can so be funny because some dudes be like I got a Big Mac truck I got a that Big thing Mac I'm a do you know what no. 10 pseudomeners no. looks like sir <laughs> you're definitely not that let's be very Come clear on now i think it's fascinating this idea of not being like anatomically capable to like fit or like you know enjoy sex with someone because i'm a smaller woman you know i'm about five feet and the men that i'm generally interested in old range from about old six five well just because feet. they're big and they have a big statue does not mean that you know, other things. Look, are little mama, you well can take this dick. No, no I'm stop. I'm you, okay, that's fine. It. I'm done. Fine. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so what makes bad sex? I think one, like you said, if you're physically like, you know, sometimes two people aren't physically compatible. Like mm-hmm. you might have someone who is out of shape or they don't have the same amount of stamina as you and like so that could that be that can be worked on that could be an issue that's working on your relationship um attraction is a factor like maybe you're not mm-hmm. as attracted to someone um you know not just physically but like maybe there's other things that play into attraction like maybe you think they stupid <laughs> like you know some well, people aren't think... intellectually compatible and so you you don't realize that until after the fact and you like man wait wait a minute he 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 uh he said something very stupid when we was having sex and that was just a complete turn off for me i couldn't believe how stupid he was <laughs> get off of me dummy <laughs> go ahead go ahead so we are wrapping up this conversation okay. about good sex versus bad sex so thank you for being so candid oh you're welcome um, i think I, I think i did a good job here i, think, I wasn't you know what i just want to say this you're telling me, Demira. You know, I have an issue right now. It's not now. your time for the honesty hour, so hold your question for the next because episode. Because I don't believe you. Remember to tune in and stick I don't around. believe you, Demira. It's not your time. Here's the thing. We'll address it on the next episode. My mom is basically uh, saying that she don't think that I am sexually involved or My baby sex. is still a virgin. I sure am, guys. That's it. I'm just putting on for the cameras. <laughs> don't believe anything I say. No, we'll get into that in the next episode. Uh, Right now, it's my turn for the honesty hour. Okay. The rules of the honesty hour go a little something like this. I can ask you anything that I want. Okay. And uh, my mom has 60 seconds to respond to the question. Um, And she has to be completely honest in her answer. Um, There's no judgment from myself. We're trying to get to a point where we 
are reacting as women. Um, we both see each other Girl, as women. I will forever be your mother. go from there. But yeah, yeah, and have a good balance of the both. So that's what the Honesty Hour is about. And so let's get into Bring it. Bring it on, Demira. Is the timer started? Put, started. All right, okay. got the timer going. So the question that I have for you is, when was the last time you had good sex and bad sex? The last time I had good sex was that long, huh? Mm-mm. I'm just trying to <laughs> what? Forty eight hours ago? Oh, okay. Last right. time I had bad sex was I want to say about eleven years ago. Oh, okay. All right, girl. Uh-huh. Well, that is the honesty hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for participating. You're so welcome. All right. So that puts a button on uh, this episode. Again, we are excited to do this show. If you guys have been following and checking us out, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, at the beginning of this episode, I told you that I had a big announcement to make. I submitted for a contest. That's part of the reason why you guys haven't seen, um, you know, more episodes because I've been doing a lot of the business stuff for this show. And so the contest is presented by iHeartRadio, which is the next great podcast. And Life is a Mother was selected as the top 10 semifinalists to participate in this contest. We're going to need you guys to vote for the show. Make sure you guys vote for us. Go to the next great podcast um, on iHeartRadio website and vote make sure you listen download share and subscribe because we want to bring this to you guys in a bigger platform in iHeartRadio. radio uh, we definitely will want to be in business with them and, and and bring this out to the masses you know so that's yes. what we're doing we we made the top 10 i think that's awesome i think that's great you know considering thousands of people submitted and we are the top 10 finalists so make sure you guys on, support Make sure you guys support and uh, download the show. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at life underscore is a mother. And follow myself. Oh, I need to say my thing. Follow myself at it's me underscore DDP. That it's me underscore DDP. And I'm on Facebook. You look, it is finished. Yes. And uh, make sure you guys go vote. Go vote for the show right now. The vote is open. It's available. Again, go to the next great podcast um, at iHeartRadio and uh, you'll see us. We'll let you know what happens. So okay. until next time, remember to uh, be blessed and uh, live in light, y'all. Okay. Do I get a hug and kiss? Come on. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys, signing out. <laughs>